Hi, I'm Ava. And I'm Bea. I'm her niece. And I'm her aunt. And this is DCOM Discussions with Ava and Bea. DCOMs are Disney Channel original movies. And each week we will watch and dissect a different movie that came out between 2000 and 2015. Let's get watching! Hello! Welcome to DCOM Discussions. B and I watched the 2006 DCOM Read It and Weep, starring Kay and Danielle Panabaker. Jamie becomes a celebrity overnight when her journal becomes a best-selling novel. But instead of the fame she imagined, her life and career take a turn for the worse. Bia? Yes, Ava? What are your initial thoughts on Read It and Weep? Uh, well, I, I, it's so weird because I didn't take any notes while we were watching it. So I was what you know, I was paying attention real closely, and I liked it, but then about maybe a third of the way in, mm-hmm. I kind of, it got really slow, I felt like. Yeah. And it lost me for a minute, but then, like, I, the last ten minutes mm-hmm. really picked up, and my final impression was that I, I really liked it, and it was fun. That's good. I... I agree with you because when I pa- I paused it at one point and it was halfway through and I was like, ugh. Yes. We're, we're halfway through? I thought we would be more. Exactly. It was only an hour and 25, 25 minutes. minutes and it felt like two hours time. and 25 minutes. It did feel like a long time. So I remember watching this movie before on Netflix, you know, at some point and I, I just remembered a few things. I didn't really remember the plot. Or the whole double personality type thing. But I remembered, you know, what the girl looked like and who right. else was in it. Okay. Um, so I kind of remember it, remembered it. But it was brought back to my attention in my mass communications class when oh. my teacher mentioned this movie. And I was like, oh, wow, I remember that. And she's the whole reason that this podcast is... That's a right. thing. So, yeah. thank you, Miss Nobles, if you are listening. Exactly. This Shout is out how Ms. this Nobles. podcast started, and uh, you know we're going strong. So, exactly. So, do you uh, remember what she said about it? Or no, I mean it had something to do with writing. I guess she, she said something had reminded her of that. And I was like, oh yeah, I get that. Because everybody in the class was like, oh well, the girls were like, yeah. oh I remember that. <laughs> And the boys were like, oh, no, I don't watch, watch DCOMs. What are you talking about? DCOMs? <laughs> What's like, that? <laughs> so you can watch Read It and Weep as well on Disney Plus or Amazon Prime for three ninety nine, Or as we talked about in the past, a DVD exists somewhere if you'd like uh-huh. it. When I was doing my research, um, I was looking for like external links from IMDb. Mm-hmm. And I went to this one page, and it was just a picture... The whole website is dedicated to the pictures of the menu screens on DVDs. Oh, so that which, means there has to be one. Yes, that means there has to be one. It didn't give me a lot of information about the movie, but it was just kind of interesting to look at and interesting that somebody does that in the first place. Yeah. Um, I want to start off by saying, if you're not familiar with this movie, there's a character named Is. So when we say Is... is that's probably who we're talking about. Right. So it is probably. 
about. Exactly. So that could be confusing. And we apologize for the lack of our episode last week. We do. We were on vacation and we were just having too much fun. We were. Like, we talked about doing it and we kind of sort of planned. We, I mean, we had planned to yeah. do it. We knew what we were going to watch and everything. And then when Wednesday came around, we were, we were just, just like, like no. oh, spend some more time at the pool. Yeah. So, sorry about that. We do have some times where we might not be able to make some episodes, but hopefully we'll be able to make it up to you. Yes. I know all of our fans will be oh, so sad and heartbroken. Just missing hearing us chat for a while. I have to go back and listen to go back um, and listen an to the old one. ones. Yes. they're all they're all great. Yes, I approve. Well, I hate to say it, but this movie probably wasn't interesting enough for any interesting facts <laughs> because I didn't get a whole bunch. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is a little sad. I wanted to know more. Um, But this movie was based off of a book called How My Private Personal Journal Became a Bestseller. And that was the working title. Which I can... I am glad that they chose something else. Because that seems very lengthy. (laughs) And literal. It is very literal. Uh, I just think it's pretty long. For a book... It's it seems fine, but for a movie, it seems right. Too much. And like in the movie, it's it looked like maybe if she while she was writing her sequel, that was going to be the title of the sequel. Yeah, it was. That was at the end. Yeah, um, which is appropriate again. Right, exactly. So when this movie was two thousand six, yes. And do you know when the book was written? No, I can try to figure it out. Okay. Um. Other than that, this movie was directed by Paul Hohen, who directed countless of our DCOMs, like True Confessions, oh, which we yeah. have an episode about. And we really liked that. Which we really liked. Yes, um, yes. Like, countless, countless things, even stuff now. So That's good. That um, is still working. This movie, the book came out a year before. So, 2005. Okay. By Julia De. Villers, I guess that's how you say her name. Interesting. Julia De Villers, and let me see if she's um, written anything else since then. Yes, she writes children's books. Trading Faces, Times Squared, Triple Trouble, Double Feature. These look like all in some sort of series. Good for her. She has more than 15 books and is doing good, it seems that like. That is really good. And people also search for Paul Hohen. Bia, would you like to know what he looks like? I would. The face behind all of our decoms. The face behind. This is the face behind all oh, of our Oh, all right. He looks familiar. Really? Yes. Do you think you've met him before? I don't think I have, but maybe I've seen him somewhere. Hmm. He also directed Jump In, Camp Rock 2, and The Cheetah Girls One World. Aww. Just to name a few. That's good. Um, this was filmed in Utah. That is so weird. So does Disney have a studio there? Maybe DCOM does. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea, but the school was the same school that was used in Minutemen. Okay. Also starring Jason Dolly. Yes. A very good DCOM. Well. Well, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It's all relative. <laughs> it's relative. DCOMs. Yes. But it was all filmed in Utah and... That is so um, interesting. The school did look familiar to me. Yep. Well, yeah. 
it yeah. was so me. that's why so i hate to say it but that's all but hopefully where are they now makes up for it well fingers crossed fingers crossed so bia yes ava I propose that we retitle Where Are They Now to Whatever Happened to Them. <laughs> because <laughs> I feel like that's so appropriate. But first, we will start off with our star, Kay Panabaker, who played Jamie. Okay. Her first credit was in Monsters, Inc. as additional voices. Okay. Has, she looks familiar, though. Yeah, well, she... She's sisters with Is, who we've seen in other movies. And right. she's in small Disney roles on TV and maybe a few DCOMs. Um, but I will get into something you may know her from or okay. other things that she's done. She has not had any work since 2012. Wow. Uh, so I looked at her Instagram. You know, it's just normal pictures. But she has some gamers live stream in her bio like in her website when you Uh first look in so I thought that was kind of interesting um I wasn't you had to be like some sort of member to look at any of the stuff so maybe it's like someone she knows I mean it definitely was not her that's weird so how old is she I don't know I can figure it out okay I I can you can just tell from watching this that she's younger than her sister right you really can so even though she's shorter, she just she always she also looks her face younger. is younger. Yeah, she's an American zoologist. Wow, she's thirty years old right now. She was born in Texas, Orange, Texas. Um, yeah, when you look her up, it doesn't say actress. It says American zoologist. That is really cool. But I mean, she hasn't done any work since yeah. then. So, so just... she's thirteen. I mean, she's thirty now. And this film was made in. 2006, 14 years ago, so, wow, she's playing pretty close to her own age, mm-hmm. so she's like 16, I guess, and she was playing a ninth grader. Yes, and that was realistic, she looked it, like yes, a ninth she grader, did. sometimes they yeah. don't do it like that. Exactly, she almost looked like an eighth grader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she did, she looked pretty yeah. young. Yeah. Okay. Other than that, she's most known for her role as Jenny in the 2009 adaptation of Fame with Kelsey Grammer and B.B. Newith, who I love B.B. Cheers, which I am watching currently. Good. Just in, just yeah. And have you know. met B.B. yet? No. Okay, she's coming. But she was, she was more prominently displayed in whatever ads for this movie than he was. Um... But she was the first person when you search it up. Wow. Before both of those and Megan Mullally or Mullally, I don't know how to say the last name, but she, you know, she was in this movie too. That is very interesting. Good for her. So I, yes, I wonder if which came first, her desire to be a zoologist or if her career died? That is a good question. I don't know. See, like, when I look at her Instagram, I didn't see anything about zoology, but I didn't see anything about acting, really. Interesting. Even during her career. Uh-huh. Which, yeah, I... Maybe yeah, Instagram came close, around after. Closer to it. Yeah. Where she, I don't know. But she hasn't been anything. That's so interesting that she's a zoologist. It, it is. I wonder if this film inspired her. This decom. Why? Save the animals. Save the animals. Save the oh, whales, okay. Save the rabbits. Yeah, it's yeah. possible. Yeah. Moving on to Danielle Panabaker, her real life sister, who played Is, 
the figment of her imagination, character she created, alter ego, all of the above. Yes. Um, she was the star of our first podcast episode, Stuck in the Suburbs, and so this came out two years after, so that helped us figure out which one was which, right. which one was in Stuck in the Suburbs, because they look so similar. They really do. Yes. But she was so tall. But she was wearing boots with heels. That That's true. Almost, like, every time it showed her feet, she had on heels. Th- they were nice shoes, they were, She wore very nice shoes. But the other little girl, uh, Jamie, mm-hmm. I don't know that she wore heels at all yeah, until the end, so. the final scene. So, so maybe they're closer. Yeah, it's, it's possible, yeah. Um, so since we've talked about her before, I'll keep this brief, but she works in the DQ, DC Comics shows multiple like the flash green arrow stuff of that sort and she's doing well she has a family and she's still acting and that's nice i did she's not re- i re- remembered about the um dc comics but i did not remember that she had a family yeah i might have i might have tried to add some things that people may not have known yeah. about her I, I just saw a picture of her pregnant belly on Aww, on her sweet. instagram so sweet yeah She's she's doing good as that's far as I can. That's great, and she I I'm sure you remember <laughs> when the movie first started. I thought, is that Kimmy from Full House? Because I didn't remember <laughs> when Full House was on. <laughs> but of course, Kimmy would be that's much like, older. I have to say something similar, <laughs> I and I think you're you know say. what I'm gonna yeah. say. When we were at the beach uh, last week. We're watching the movie Holes, which is a Disney-produced movie. Has Shia LaBeouf. Um, That's a good film. And, yeah, countless actual stars. Yeah. Um, but there was a little kid who was in the movie for about two minutes, and my grandmother was convinced that it was Ralph Macchio, <laughs> who would have been well into his 40s or something by that time. So And she it was, would She was not. arguing with me yes. that it was... Ralph Macho and it was not. She but. settled on finally when when she wouldn't we convinced <laughs> her that it wasn't his son. She uh settled it, that it was his doppelganger or, or his, his clone. Or his son. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous. This kid looked nothing like him. In my opinion at least. But he had pretty eyes. It definitely was not yeah. him. No, it wasn't him. But okay. It was funny. Jason Dolly played Connor in this, and we know him from Good Luck Charlie, mostly. He's been in DCOMs like Hatching Pete and Minutemen as the main stars. Uh, This was his first DCOM. This was his first Disney anything. Really? Only about his fourth credit, I think. Well, he did a really great job. Yeah, I think so, too. He was, after that, he was a regular in Cory in the House, and obviously Good Luck Charlie. And I have some news about Good Luck Charlie. What? So, the, not to like bash anybody on this podcast. Oh no, never. But the mom from Good Luck Charlie, Leanne Baker, who played Amy Duncan, has gone on some sort of Twitter rampage saying that the virus is a hoax and I'm not going to oh, wear a mask oh, and all this no, stuff. Oh no, that is so sad. It is very sad. Uh, that's very unfortunate. It is very unfortunate. Yeah. And... I feel sorry for her. I do too. Um, going back to Jason Dolly. Um, most recently in four episodes of American Housewife, and he has some 
short in post-production that he's been advertising on his Instagram. And I'm going to move on to his Instagram because I think that he's reliving his past glory just enough. Not like drunk god. Not yes. like drunk god Charlie Delgado. He posts occasionally, but it's all in good taste and not oh, that's really good. just like hanging on to this. So I scrolled down like a lot on Jason Daly's Instagram. I don't know why, but I came across this funny. It's an edited Coachella lineup. <laughs> um, I'll read it out loud. Okay. But for the second day, these are some of the headliners. Adam Sandler, Lil Sebastian, Kermit the Frog, and PJ Duncan from Good Luck Charlie. And he commented, It's been a long time coming, but I'm finally able to share with you all that I'm excited and honored to open for one of my personal heroes, Lil Sebastian. Oh, that's sweet. But we do all love Lil Sebastian. And some of the other names on this Coachella list is uh, the Spanish teacher from That's So Raven, <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg's hairstylist, Olaf, in parentheses, for the kids. I have no idea what that means. Wendy Wu, homecoming warrior. Honey <laughs> Cortez, which is from the um, Spy Kids movies. SpongeBob's band from the I Rip My Pants episode. The cow from Chick-fil-A. Chuck E. Cheese himself. Nice. A mariachi band. Steve Buscemi. Shaq. Paula Abdul. What an interesting My second collection. grade soccer coach. And Kenny Chesney. I think Just my favorite of all you listed is a mariachi bed. A hologram of Abraham Lincoln. Riveting. Sounds riveting. Anyways, this made me laugh, so I wanted to share. That I can see why you had laughter. <laughs> <laughs> um... What does it say? Oh, while I was scrolling through Jason Dolly's Instagram, I came up with an idea that after this episode, I want to send the podcast to every decom star that we have mentioned in our podcast episodes. So, because some of them might just be bored enough to actually listen. Because I've seen on TikToks, like, people, like, DM, like, some random person from DCOMs and like I loved this movie as a kid and they respond so I'm like this is really showing them our love exactly because we do love DCOMs now I know that we almost always have some less than glowing things to say about the DCOM that we watch but it's never like the actor no and it's always you know out of our love for DCOMs or we wouldn't even be watching the film exactly and I think People like Jason Dolly would have enough humor to... Um, yes, to appreciate To appreciate, it, yes. exactly. Yes. And we love him. And he's sweet, and he rocks that Disney boy hair. Haircut. Yes. Yes, I agree. Speaking of that, there was something else I wanted to look at, because I caught a glimpse of a online review of Read It and Weep that talked about how how dreamy he was. <laughs> like, I'm a, <laughs> Like, it must have been when the movie came out, but it just made me laugh. He was sweet. And the, um, are we going to talk about the other boy? Marco? Yes, Marco. Marco, uh, he wasn't, he didn't have enough prevalence to really mention him, other than right now, because we are now. But I saw a picture of him, and he looks a lot different now. Because really? he does not have a Disney boy haircut now, obviously. He's probably in his 30s as well, but. He, it seemed to me like. 
you know, he was really, really, really going for that Zac Efron look. Yeah, and it's that possible. whole persona. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I have to agree. But he was not. He wasn't any other Disney things or. Because they had Zach. Anything they didn't of, need Zach too. Right. Anything of note. Um, moving on. Alexandra Crosney played Harmony, one of Jamie's friends, and she is one of the top five thousand actors on IMDb. Which is interesting, because I didn't even know that that could be seen. But when I looked at it, there was a green little box in the corner. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. It is. Now, was she the artist or the Save the Whale? Artist. She's very, she does look very familiar. Yeah, she reminded me of other Disney people. She reminded, yes. me, of, she reminded me of Kelsey from the High School Musical movies. Is who she reminded me of. I see that. Um... So she is most known for Last Man Standing, Psych, and Lost, where it just seems like she's in one episode of each. So I don't know why she's such why a she... top actor. I mean, she was good, but I don't know why she she's... She was good, and I don't remember her in Lost or Psych. And I watched every episode of those shows. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. And she's in this movie, Barely Lethal, which I remember loving watching this movie. This is the plot, if you're interested. I am. A teenage special ops agent coveting a normal adolescence fakes her own death and enrolls in a suburban high school. She quickly learns that surviving the treacherous waters of high school is more challenging than an international espionage. Wow. I remember <laughs> really liking this movie. Um, I don't really remember her in it. I don't really remember it at all. It had like um, Samuel L. Jackson and Jessica Alba, I think. But wow, it's pretty interesting. Um, now you want to hear about the other friend, which was the Save the Whales. I'm forgetting her character name right now, I don't and I didn't write it down. But the actress's name is Marquise Brown. She's a lovely headshot on IMDb. She's a beautiful girl. She's beautiful. She was in 14 episodes of Ned's Declassified after this, which is a Nickelodeon show, which I watched all of. Can't really say I remember her from it, but... I didn't watch it at all. Um, she does a lot of TV work now, including Strange Angel, Scandal, and Sorry for Your Loss. Okay, which I saw Scandal. I haven't those. really heard of the other ones, yeah. but those were the ones prominently displayed. So if you would like to check that out, look out for Marquise Brown. Marquise. Marquise. Nice. Allison Scaglotti played Sawyer. And this whole movie, I recognized her, but I didn't know what she was from. And usually I'm able to figure that out right away. You really But are. I really couldn't for this one. But she, I literally wrote down, I couldn't remember for the life of me, but I know her from Drake and Josh as Mindy, Josh's girlfriend. Which... Now it makes sense. When I, I saw a picture of her and I was like, oh, 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 okay, I know. She was probably in 15 episodes of that as well, maybe 10. I don't know. But uh, she does a lot of TV work now as well. So. And anything I would know? Um, I will check. It did seem like kind of the same. She had only been in like one, one episode, episode of everything. Because she seemed familiar to me as well. She reminded me of a girl who was on Gilmore Girls a long time ago, but I knew it wasn't her because of the age. Right. I, um... Even when I saw her name in the credits, I was like, oh, she seems familiar. She must have been in another decom. But that was not the case. Hmm. Um, 
Let me look. That is very unusual for you not to be able to know where you've seen someone because you're very impressive that way. Stitchers, The Vampire Diaries, and Warehouse 13. I watched Warehouse 13. Okay, she that was the majority of anything she was ever been in because it, lots of different variations of okay. that. So, it's very possible. I'll have to look and see what she played on that. I, I can like tell you. Show. Yeah, I might have to see it. I mean, you know, see a picture of her in it Claudia or Donovan? I don't know. Okay. It's been well, a long time since I've seen it. Lena, I can't really tell, but yeah, cool. That's who she is, and that's all I have for uh, whatever Whatever happened to. (laughs) (laughs) I like the name, the new name of this segment. Thank you. Now, in general, during Read It and Weep, there was a lot of times I feel like I called out or maybe wanted to just because, wow. I feel like <laughs> wow. I really loaded up on this one because there were a lot of funny catches. There were some funny things. That even funny lines, I caught too. some funny lines, yes. Um, I'm going to start off with an earlier scene in the movie, which involves the rope. First of all, I would also like to say we really jump right in to the story, I feel like. Oh, we did. Yes, like the first scene. Yeah, and the book, the book it's published... Not even 20 minutes into the movie. I, I didn't realize it was, you know, what time. I wasn't looking at my watch except after, you know, an hour into it. But um, the it did start immediately, it, the story, mm-hmm. and set up the world. And it really started with the fantasy world. Yeah, it did. First, yeah. So in one of the earlier scenes... We are introduced to the rope, which is something all people in gym have to face. But, well, for me, gym ends after freshman year. Well, they were in freshman year. They were in freshman year, so that makes sense. But I don't think Marco was. Well, they were in the same class. They were in the same classes. I just find that hard to believe. Anyways, uh, I guess the rope is outdated because... But did you have to do that? I've... There was a rope in elementary school, but people just climbed on it for fun. Right, yes. I I don't ever remember having to do that. And, and back a hundred years ago <laughs> when I was in high school, you had to take gym every year. Right. Not just the and one time. Not one year you had to do the rope? I don't You remember. see this on TV constantly. Right. Even my favorite show, Freaks and Geeks, there's a rope there's a episode. Rope. Well, exactly. And and first of all, I think that it is horrible to make yeah. anybody climb a rope, especially without protective gloves. Yeah, I would have never been able to do that. No, and you need gloves on. Their little hands would have been eaten up, just exactly. like in that movie Holes when when they were digging. Yes, and when he holds the the you know the shovel to pull Shia up or. Yeah. You know, his, his hands were just eaten up. Yeah. And that's the way climbing that rope would have been, especially if Jamie got stuck on the rope. Yes. And that's what she says happened. Exactly. Also, Is is featured prominently as, again, an alter ego, the character in um, Jamie's book. Did that whole sequence remind you of any other decom we have watched in this span of time? Because it did for me. Give me a hint. 
Uh, his initials are TZ. I don't remember. This reminded me of Trip Zoom from Dad Naps. Oh, Trip! Yeah. <laughs> that was what I was thinking. And these movies were, I'm thinking, pretty close. Like, three years between them. Uh, that was, like, totally the same thing, I feel like. Yeah. Just because, remember, she is Trip Zoom, we figure out, at the end. And she's imaginary yeah. talking to him. She's imaginary talking to him, but, but her father has created Zip instead of... Trip. A trip, yeah. Instead, instead of, of her. Exactly. But I thought those were similar concepts, and that's just what made me think of those. Well, well, did the drawing of the book of her journal, and did it remind you of anything? The um, No. Her, this style, even though, I mean, I really loved that when she was using her iPad or tablet or whatever mm-hmm. to do her journal. Yeah. But it I just, have something to say about that as well. Okay. But it... it and overall, that just reminded me of Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yep. I can see that. Yeah. It totally did. Because yeah. the, the drawings are very cartoony. Yes, and... yes. Yeah, but it was very creative. It was kind of like a comic book, too. Yes. So something about that is that when she's typing, she doesn't do any change, and some words become super big and colored in a different font. I'm like, that's not how tablets work. No, it's not. <laughs> but then it's... I didn't know if we were meant to believe that when she used her pen uh-huh. on it, that that was what was able to change it. Because sometimes she would, you know, she would start at the top with her pen and then kind of pull down to a word, and then the yeah. world would get. She the had word like a magic, magic computer. She really did. And so she had that tap that that iPad. That was an. IPad. It was the same thing. Oh, it was because it she was able smaller. to flip it. Than when she was in her room. No, she was able tablet. to flip it and move it around. Yeah, yeah. They make computers like that now, but I, well, it they was did. just made up for this, I think. No, I actually had one in about 05. So, so right about this time, but it was mm-hmm. smaller than that. It was Right. Yeah. But it was the same idea, you know, mm-hmm. for this. Yeah. Um, so the costumes. We always have to talk about the costumes. Mm-hmm. Um... The girls' costumes were definitely over-accessorized, but the boys were not. Exactly. And I felt like that even the girls' costumes at the beginning were not, you know, over-accessorized to a great extent. But I felt like the more we got into her being a celebrity, not only did Jamie add, Mm -hmm. oh gosh, so many but uh, the other characters seem to as well. Yeah. I noticed that. Yeah. I first noticed it with the friends, but then more characters kept on being introduced yeah. and more characters had yeah. this. And that was one of the thoughts that I had near the beginning, like the very first hall scene after the rope scene. And I and those kids were walking by, and I'm like, oh my God, they look like normal kids. They don't right. have on fedoras or, <laughs> or scarves or big earrings, you know. But that changed. That was interesting. And evidently, Boleros, those little bitty jackets, were really in in 2006. It did seem like that, yes. Yes. Um, The populars were popular characters Uh in this movie. Sawyer being the lead. 
Um, they looked about 30 years old, even though one of them had braces, but they did look pretty <laughs> they old. They looked so much older than Jamie and her friends, and they were meant to be in the 8th grade and ninth grade. Yeah, but one thing I have to give them props for is she talked about them being cheerleaders, but they did not wear their cheerleading costumes to school every day, which is right. pretty, um, not accurate. I mean, I have seen... I have seen it before. Well, on cheer day or pep day or but spirit not, day. But not, like where there's games, I guess. Yeah. But not every day. Like, right. But shows. now those girls hadn't made cheerleader yet. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess that's a good point. But she said that there were cheerleaders right at the beginning because I have written it down. So. But they were going to audition. Her first scene with them yeah. is she, they're going to audition. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess you're or right. Or dry but out or whatever. Later in the movie. Yeah. Still. Yeah. I thought... Because a lot of time did pass. So, yeah. yeah. So, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. But instead, they had to put them in some cheesy costumes. Right. <laughs> um, I was so excited to see that Lenny is from High School Musical in a very small but memorable role, because I recognized him right away in the um, uh, What I've Been Looking For audition sequence oh yes he does not remember the words and he looks at his hand and he says sneeze haha so funny anyways i just thought that was pretty memorable and when you look up his the actor's name it says high school musical is the first thing really but he hasn't really been in anything of note but i noticed him right away and i was like did he sing his his own song at the end i think so um i was trying to read some like user reviews and it said something about that i'm not positive though um but i was glad that he was able to have a big role in this yes i think they came i think high school musical came out in 2006 i think it did too right about that so good for him this was obviously his big year yeah good for him yeah and he like i mean i i hated that he was you know so not very nice to her at the big you know Mm -hmm. for the first three quarters of the movie but, yeah, so he really wasn't nice to her until the last. But, <laughs> and and we don't know how old he is, but I'm assuming he's older. Yeah, a little bit. I would think so as well. Yes. Um, I made a comment just about Jason Dolly's blue eyes shining <laughs> on screen. <laughs> and they were. Blue eyes and beautiful blonde. Yes. That choppy hair cut. Choppy hair. Yeah. Not quite a Disney boy cut, but like a, a Disney a Disney bad boy haircut. Oh, but he was he was not a bad boy. No, he wasn't movie. bad. He was just uh misunderstood. A, a misunderstood artist. So a reason that this movie holds up so well is there's not only one but two corona teases in this movie. Um <laughs> in one of the earlier scenes we are introduced to Ralph's pizza yes. pizza shop pizza shack something like that and the stench of the pizza is so bad that Lenny has to wear a towel over All his right. nose and mouth which That's could right. be considered a class face covering and then she made some quip later about washing your hands That's exactly right. <laughs> and then there was one scene that I I didn't point out but Maybe it wasn't one of her appearances when she was promoting the book. Yeah. And I swear, it looked like the audience was social distancing. 
<laughs> no, they were not standing shoulder to shoulder. They looked to be about four or five feet apart. They maybe couldn't have gotten enough extras. To yeah, be in that's this exactly. Um, speaking of, well, I don't know if that really has anything to do with it, but I had just seen this and just thought it was interesting. I guess uh, the IMDb website isn't letting me click on things, but it shows user lists if it's the movie or actor is in involved in some list. So somebody put this as movies I'm being held at gunpoint to watch. Okay. Not real. Yeah, not right. real, but right. uh, it's not letting me click so I can see what other movies, but it was made in 2019, so somebody's really does not like this movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. You yeah. Know, it's fun. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. I so see. me and Bia... We looked at each other when this happened, and we were very confused, and I wrote it down, but not all the way, um, but it made zero sense, and I wrote, a nutty, question mark? I, I had never heard that term used before. Do you have, do you remember, remember what she was talking about? Cause I'm, I it was Sawyer. It was she was gonna go crazy about something. It was Sawyer talking to Jamie, I think, before they liked each other. But she said, she said something, something, a nutty? Yeah. I'm it made zero do, sense. Nut, I'm going to do a nutty or I'm going to yeah. go. It was so bizarre, but I just, you know, the, you know, the way that it was used in the sentence, I thought it just meant she was, you know, going to have a fit or get upset about something. Yeah. I was like, are you going to do a nutty or something? Yeah, it, was it was so, so bizarre. Yes. Yeah. And we did both just like look at each other because it was so jarring and like what what is she talking about yeah also another line that kind of made me question is she said it's totally weak sauce i do not remember that but that is weird it's totally was it sawyer who said yeah. that it's totally weak sauce i wrote that this was when you were first introduced to the mother character in the kitchen her necklace looks like it's chili peppers. Uh-huh, I did. Did you see that? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh, I did. Um, I have something to say. So the, there was one part where Jamie said, can I get that in writing? And I don't know what she was talking about. But the, this has been, uh, this is a, uh, I don't know, a phrase that people use, and it's been in other shows and movies. But I never knew what it meant until, like, maybe three years ago. I didn't know what it meant, and I thought... <laughs> oh. <laughs> would you like to know what I thought it was yes what did you think I thought it was like <laughs> writing was a class and it was something good so you wish like you got that grade in that class <laughs> so I was like wish I got that in writing <laughs> that's really kind of cute and sweet <laughs> but now I understand I love it I like the parents, did you? Yeah, I like the parents. Yeah, they were yeah. fine and they weren't a big part, but yeah. they had their own story. And they were both alive. They were both alive and they were both Yeah. yeah good. I was uh, Yeah, they yeah. were a good part of the movie. Um speaking of the parents, they owned a pizza store and the dad was known for putting some funky uh it's literally funk, funky funky uh things on his yes. pizzas. Funky being smell bad as well. But he puts chicken feet as a topping. And connection, 
Hatching Pete, starring Jason Dully. Another Ooh, decom. Ooh, that's right. Feet. Well, that is so funny because the name, you know, his dad's, the dad's name is Ralph. And it's, you know, Ralph the, Pizza Hut. Pizza yeah, Tub. those toppings make you want to the they did make me want to Ralph. And that also made me think of Hatch AP and Dry Heaves. Oh, wow. It yeah. did, I swear. I was like, Hatch AP, okay. we will need to do a podcast episode sometime. We watched it before we had started doing these, but it also led to the inspiration of right. making it. And it was fun. But, um, yes, Dry Heave is definitely a funny catch, and it is a quote that they use. They say something so often, well, and it makes no sense. At least five and, times they reference um, Dry Heaving. But... Yeah, so, and that Ralph, does have stuff yeah. to do so, with So, Ralph put uh, chicken feet on pizzas. He put liver, liver and, and onions on pizza. He put prunes, prunes on pizza. For his breakfast. Yeah, yes. He was thinking about making, maybe they should start opening for breakfast. It was gross. It was very gross. Yeah. Um, there was, I don't really remember why, somebody had commented on Jamie's sneakers and they zoomed in, and she, like, she was just moving her feet around like nobody does. Right. Like, it, she was supposed to be just, like, standing up and being natural, but it was just a zoom in on her feet and those sneakers and some she, ugly knee-high socks, and she was just, like, shifting squirming her feet around. around yes. And, like, I'm acting... And they were in, just little purple high tops. Yeah, and I'm, like, yeah. I'm acting it out right now, but you, she was just, like, oh... Right. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I don't know how to... Who was it that said something? Was it is? I mean, I remember or, that close Yeah, up, I, I don't know. I just may, oh, maybe it was her handler. Maybe your yeah, handler said that possible. about it. But I wrote yeah. sneaker dance. Because I didn't think there was anything wrong with that. I didn't either. And I had almost commented earlier on in the movie that how cute her sneakers were. Maybe when she was climbing the rope. That's when it was. Maybe. Yes. But those socks definitely reminded me of some decom costumes. What a, and those are even different than the thigh high striped socks. No, those were. Oh, that was those. Yeah. Okay, because she wore. Oh my god, that was. I did not like. Yes. Yeah. Um, Connor's brother could easily be his dad. Definitely, and we never saw his dad, but he did talk about his dad. He did he, talk about him and his very clean room. Yes. Right. Connor had a freshman boy. Um, yeah, the brother they easily could have found somebody closer to his age that could be a driver. This guy looked like in his forties. He did. Well, I don't know if he looked in his forties. I think he did look late twenties, early thirties, maybe. And I mean, they could have easily gotten somebody in that. You know, who was a freshman in college. Yeah. Or, or, you know, even a senior in high school or something. See, like, last <sighs> week, um, we watched Lemonade Mouth, and when we see Charlie's brother, I always thought, oh, that's pretty realistic, the soccer player. Oh, yes, yes. He's just a little bit older. You can, he looks like he's in college. Right. That's exactly right, yeah. But, yeah, this was just. Unbelievable. I thought and the fact that he was able to that's one of the ways that we know so much time has passed because he talked about how long Connor has been willing to wash his dirty underwear for yes. him just to get a ride. Yes. In a nice truck. In a nice truck. Mm-hmm. That easily gets very dirty. Yes. Um Jamie, as we hear quite often, his real name is Jameson. 
Which I had only known boys named Jameson. Is that common? No, I don't think it's a common girl's name. Not that I not that I know. And it's one of those things where maybe if anybody, I guess, was named Jameson as a girl, it would have been the last name of a family or something like right. the mother's maiden name. Or I guess. But yeah, it didn't make sense. So I could totally see why she wanted to be called Jamie. Jamie. Yeah, I just thought it was so strange. Like, I feel like she could have put Jamie as her name. Right. Why did she Even publish the book? Because she was Jameson? turning because it was originally the paper and she I'm guessing she would have turned that in with Jamie. Right. If you know, I had a longer name and had a nickname or something, I would put that in. Right. Yeah, I just think you know, when they published it, they published it under Jameson and I don't know why. Yeah, it was unnecessary, yeah, I think. Totally. Um, after Jamie gets popular, I guess, uh, or she was like I don't really remember when I noticed this so often, but it was definitely in a long, like, hallway-type scene. She always made this, like, stretched lip face. Yes. I don't know how to she explain She did it. that before she got popular, too. When any time people would speak to like, her uh, or... Yes, yes. It's like... She was embarrassed to be seen. I don't know how to explain it without... With just stretching audio. Her, she's just, just stretching out her face. bottom lip. Going yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Anytime uh, somebody talked to her, good book, good job, whatever. It's just like, you know. It's like the opposite of Debbie Ryan. Instead yes. of the corners going up, the corners went yeah. down. Yes, exactly. And can we talk about the scene where the time paused when Marco looked at her or talked to her? Like, everything stopped in the whole cafeteria. Went, yes, everybody. <gasps> because here, Mr. Hottie Mc. <laughs> is speaking to Jamie, who is the ultimate nobody and couldn't even climb the rope. And, <laughs> and, and he was the best. He set the best time and everything right. when he did it. And then after he and Sawyer broke up. But literally uh, time stopped <gasps> for her to talk to him or whatever. Every, was- the fro- every single person in the school ca- cafeteria... Stopped and stared. And can we talk about that cafeteria? Can we talk about that cafeteria? It was literally a mall food court. It was. It had a time that said international. Mm-hmm. It had, which is a neon sign, first right. of all. And you could get all these different types of food. It seemed very, very it, nice. And you could get tater tots. And you can get tater tots. Napoleon Dynamite teas. He's like, <laughs> can I eat those? Or <laughs> Wow. Why didn't you get your own? Why didn't you get your own? Go find your own. Um, I wrote, it's the power of my pizza, which I guess was something the dad said. Oh, yeah. But when he, um, because when she first got success with her book, but she had written about the pizza place and her book, and so everybody was coming in hopes to see her, but the dad thought that the um, clientele had picked up because of his pizza was so great. Uh-huh. It's the power of my pizza. Yes. Oh, that's funny. Uh, one thing I really liked, just a small detail, was Jamie's sheets were pages of books. It was I just like too. writing. I just thought, could you see it well enough to see? Oh, no, I couldn't I either, no and I I tried. But I just yeah. thought those were pretty cute. Yeah, I liked um, them too. When Jamie was on the phone with Sawyer, and she ended the call. Sawyer was so excited that she got to spend a day with Jamie, uh, which was just, 
I don't know. What are your it thoughts was, about that? My thought was it was totally uncharacteristic to the girl that we had known so far. Like, she was actually excited. Yes, yeah. yeah, she was the leader of the pack, of her pack, you know, right. of clones. And then to get so excited just because somebody who had been on TV and who had met those stars at that party was going to go shopping with yeah. her. It I, was so either, different. I really, when she did that exclamation or whatever and like, you know, laid back on the bed and was so excited. I, I swear, I thought that we were going to cut to a scene of the other two girls and they were ha- going to be plotting something Some to do to thing. her. Yeah, yeah, it was so strange and definitely left me confused. Yes, me too. Um, I wrote, cool boots but poor Connor. Do you know what scene I'm talking about? Yes! It was when Connor was trying so hard to get to Jamie first. I know. Before, um, not Zach. Got to her, Marco. Got to her to ask her for the, to the dance. And is, man, Connor went down and before he could get up, is put that beautiful purple boot on his chest and held him down. I know. Ruthless. Ruthless. But those were some nice boots. I would like to have them. Since you brought up Marco again, I have to point out one thing that made me laugh so much is, uh, what she did twice was he got oh, his God. hands and put them behind his head with his elbows yeah. on. He's like, I'm the coolest guy around. Exactly. And I am the hot character in this girl's book. Yes. And I keep calling her Is. Is. Because he liked that Is character more than he liked Jamie. Right. So... And I don't think I'd ever seen anybody do that particular move with their hands who wasn't sitting in a recliner or something yeah. and lay back. Yeah. But he literally laid back on his hands in the air. Yeah, he did it in the air. Yeah. It <laughs> is so funny looking. Yes. Yes, he did it at least twice, if not. He did do it. Times. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote it down twice, yeah. but it was definitely memorable and definitely very funny. It was so funny. Um... Can we talk about how Jamie literally had a televised breakdown? Oh, wow. That was some heavy stuff. And I couldn't believe that her mishandler person didn't come in and stop that interview. I know. Or do something to help her. It was literally on like a New York Times billboard and everybody was watching. Yes. It was a major breakdown that we all saw coming because... Yeah, Iz was... talking to herself. Yes, and Iz was her alter ego, but really... In another world that wasn't a decom, she would have been schizophrenic. That is what I wrote. No, did, that's what I wrote. I wrote down schizo yes. on my page. That's exactly what it was. I mean, because she was seeing her, she would reach out and grab her, and is, and people would just see Jamie walking around, talking, looking like she was holding on to somebody. I know. Her. I so, know. Yeah, that was intense. That, I know. That breakdown. And we saw it coming. And so, and the woman, the interviewer, was not nice either. Because no. she could see that this child, she was a child, child 15 at most, yeah. uh, was having real issues Problems. right then. And she could have easily cut to a break. Right. Um, I agree with all of that. Yeah, it was it was hard to, like, watch. And it was. About, like. She's ruining everything for everything. Yes. Yeah. Um, a funny line that I think is said was, 
this whole drama rama act. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. That is funny. I don't remember it, but it does um, sound like something is It just made said. me laugh. Um, I, throughout this whole movie, but a scene where she was applying it, Jamie had plenty of gloss on, but she had to wow. keep on putting it on, putting it on, putting it on. I have a funny story about gloss. One time I was in a show, well, gloss, like lipstick. One time I was on a show, and there was this little girl, she was maybe in sixth grade, and she had, like, dark matte lipstick. She was in the mirror, and it was during, like, a break or a scene where we were in a green room. She kept on putting it on and putting it on and putting it on. And I just, like, couldn't watch her anymore, and I didn't know her name, so I said, Hey, sweetie, I think you got it. And she she didn't say anything to me. I think she stopped. But my friend sitting next to me was like like kinda like looking at me and looking back at her. And I just I just had to let her know, like, you got it. Like You look good, girl. You look good. And you gotta stop because you're gonna get chat lips, you know? <laughs> and you'll never get that crap off. But I really face. wanted to say to Jamie, I think you got it, sweetie. She was completely finished with her lipstick yes. and everything and then she reaches for that stupid gloss and puts it on like and it was a different one that she already had on yes. and that glitter oh my gosh how many kinds of glitter i mean I, i'm a girl who likes glitter mm-hmm. but on your nails on your lips on your eyes really in her hair it, yes in her hair also can we talk about the headband that the one for that scene or the purple, no the purple one the purple one so, this was only used once in the movie, and it was never explained, nope. and it was totally not needed. So, Jamie, before she leaves for school, she almost forgets she has to get this headband. So, she takes out, and this is earlier in the movie than when we're talking about right now, but she gets this headband, and she goes to school, and at one point during some conversation, she puts it on and changes into is, which she we did, later it, figured out. Yeah, it was the... The first time when she ditched her friends to do something is with you. Mm -hmm. And, but we, you know, she had spent that whole day at school, I guess, with that headband in her backpack or something. And we didn't know. Because when she, I didn't recognize that it was Iz's headband. Or a head, uh, yeah, Yeah. a headband that is with, I mean, that Jamie would never wear. It was small, and we had seen Iz. Before and after wearing different headwear. Right. That looked nothing like it. Exactly. And then finally, what, 30 minutes into it, is repeated that purple headband. Mm -hmm. That was, you know, had sequins on it or something. Yeah, it was just so weird and it wasn't needed and it just Mm -hmm. made me, again, feel sorry for Jamie because she was literally switching personalities. She was. The little girl and the, the mom... The mom was there when she was having that breakdown, too. I know, and I, like, the mom was such a small character, but I really felt like, you know, if they wanted to do something with her, she, as well, could have stopped it with the handler. She could have, and, you know, like... But the movie would have been different. The movie would have been different, but I think that even if she had outed the, if she had said everything... They were going to find out one way or another. They were going to find out. So she could have said everything that she said, but then they, you know, 
obviously it's a decom it's a movie we know that but they left the camera running for a good 90 seconds while the little girl was sitting there in obvious pain mm-hmm. and the mother didn't go out there the mother was watching it right there in the wings i know it's so bad because obviously now maybe not little kids watching this when it came out like this movie does have a small like thing about mental health yes. i think i think so too you know like there's definitely other movies that that's what it's about yeah and i feel like this is what it's about but in a very small right. way yes and maybe without even Knowing that is about the, that, or the writers or it, actors knowing. Yeah, I totally agree, Ava. Um, moving on to maybe a lighter note. Um, the decor looks so good at the deep sea. <gasps> it uh, was prom. lovely. The little girl who was in the top five hundred movies, uh, yes. <laughs> whatever, did a great job with her art and decorating. Yes, it looks so beautiful, mm-hmm. and it looks yeah. I just really liked it, and yes. the set decorators did a great job. They did. They really did. <laughs> I wrote, not another one. I have what? no idea what that means. Hmm. Not another one. That's interesting. I don't know. I'm sorry. Maybe I'll figure it out later. <laughs> um, but me and Bia both looked at each other, and somebody may have acted acted it out. But during Jamie's beginning speech, before she kind of changed for the good. Somebody used air quotes in the audience. Yes, they did. (laughs) It was very funny, wasn't it? Uh (laughs) It was funny, and we don't... I I mean, it was just like an extra trying to... Like, now she she does have a moment because we definitely noticed it. It it made me laugh. Me too. Um, Why did Marco like getting the seaweed on him so much? He well, was like, cause, I love this stuff. Because he's a 15-year-old boy, I think. That's, like, it's yeah. gross. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it's, it, it's, it also made me laugh. It's like eighth grade humor, but not. Right. Yeah. And, oh my gosh. Uh, speaking of the seaweed, very end of the movie. <laughs> so, the end plot is that accidentally some seaweed gets on the pizza and everybody thought oh it's just another gross topping on their things but they eat it and they love it and seaweed pizza is the new the finally they found the best topping for the pizza but the seaweed that they've used is so dirty it has been in the sea yes a trash can yes the inside of a whale for days for for days days. yeah and depending on which slice you got the gym floor or a high school student or your fit yeah exactly it was it mm, i mean it was a good idea but it it was literally disgusting and that made you want to ralph it did it (laughs) did make you want to (laughs) ralph it was so ridiculous and oh oh my god and it it was what lenny's fault or didn't yes it was lenny's fault it was all lenny's fault but it was a big hit it was and how did they not realize they thought it was like um They thought spinach. it was spinach as well? Yes. Oh, I thought they thought it was seaweed. Oh well the kids eating it probably thought it was seaweed. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. But the but parents. Wouldn't you it think was one of them would be kind of smart enough to realize? 
Maybe not. You would think that. Maybe but... he or they thought he ordered some seaweed because of the prom. But exactly, like that. that's what we're gonna. But say that about. whole thing was a secret, and except for the two girls. Yeah, but the kids didn't know that. <laughs> we must suspend our disbelief sometimes. Maybe willing suspension. Bia. Yes, Ava. What are some things you liked about this movie? I, at first I liked the Is character. Really? Yeah, I mean, in the book. I liked the way she was drawn and stuff in Mm. the book. And at first I thought that she was just helping Jamie be more empowered. Yeah, Um, you know, I thought it was kind of similar to Trip Zoom. But Trip Zune was just kind of like jokey with exactly. the girl. And then and I, that's what I kind of thought this would be like. Exactly, me too. But then as it went on, you know, we realized there was some trouble brewing. And uh, that Iz was trying to take over. Yeah. And she kept saying me. And it's not And me. that just brings me back to the whole mental health thing. Uh, yes. I, yes. It, it was I had problems. But, so, but I liked the very first part of it. I liked, I think I've said this already, but I really liked the um, art style of the book and of her journal when she was writing the journal. I love the dance theme mm-hmm. and the decor. Mm-hmm. Some of the costumes I liked, mm-hmm. or, or at least elements of them. And like the Mean Girls, I liked their costumes, but for 40 year old women. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, but but not for high school students. But I like their costumes. I really one thing that was really interesting to me, and that I liked it that we don't. I don't really remember a lot of decoms where the main character lives in an apartment building. The apartment building was very nice. I loved it. And yeah, it was very luxurious. Yes, yeah. I agree with you. Um, it didn't really seem like an apartment when you walked in, I but, guess. Yeah. Was that apartment still, home? Yeah. 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 I so, agree. I thought yeah. about that as well. Yeah, I liked that. And of course I liked the end where she came back to her she came to her senses, senses. as it was. As it were. And her she got back with her friends. You know, I don't yeah. like it when people are mean to their friends. So oh, I like that. Hmm. Um, can I go into some of my likes? Yes, I was just about to ask you. Um, what are some of your likes? Okay, I will tell you. Uh, I liked uh, the Friends Animal Advocacy. Yes. Uh, both yeah. of her friends, yeah. you know, they had they had visions and dreams about their art and their work and everything, and um, I was proud of them. I was too. Yes. They and were I didn't even women. hate the. Like the seaweed, at least the seaweed wasn't something gross and bloody and smelly. Right. So because it's a movie for children. That's well. true. <laughs> it's not Carrie. But it? you wouldn't think about it when this girl is having a televised breakdown. But yes. <laughs> um, uh, what are some other things? I mean, there was a lot of things that made me laugh, maybe without on purpose, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Connor was a very good character. I did too, and he's a sweet boy. I mean, you know, yeah. looks he reads sweet boy very well. Right, and the fact like he was writing all this nice stuff, and it was you know we literally yelled and screamed out loud when 
she thought it was a Marco writing the nice stuff. Exactly. So what are, are we going to say something about a DCOM not addressing the fact that someone paid another mm-hmm. student to do their homework? But that's in, like, Disney Channel shows, too. Like, I... I mean, obviously, it's not a good thing, and and they never really, like, denounced it. But I've seen that in plenty of stuff before as well. Really? But don't they usually... And it's 2006, too. Right. But when they do show it, isn't there usually a little bit of a... Because Marco was never cut out as a bully or anything like that. So, yeah, that was kind of strange. And that Connor did it. I know. Because Connor's a good guy. But maybe he was in a depressive slope. Yeah, maybe. Because, but that still, that was before the whole. Yes, it's thing. at the beginning of the film. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I kind of let it slide, I guess, but yeah. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I like the brother's song at the end. I did too. Um. And that the band let him jump up there and play with. Yeah, them. I liked. The parents had a small role, other than the mother, you know, not helping her daughter. Um, you know, they were a good addition to the story. I thought so, too. I liked it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, overall, you know, some things were pretty good. Uh, what were some things you maybe, I don't know, didn't like as much? I that, <laughs> Maybe I already told you one thing. That they, that Connor took money to do that kid's homework. Yeah. And the only penalty for it was... When she found out, she didn't want to be with Marco. She wanted to be with Connor because she liked the writing. Obviously, we've talked about the stuff, you know, the whole mental health thing. Yeah, not helping her. Yeah. Um, but I did like that her mom went with her. You know, like sometimes we think, you know, like little stars, their parents just turn them over. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that, and I like that all the kids, her friends, mm-hmm. and, and Jamie too at the beginning, and her brother, uh, they all worked at the pizza shop, and so they, yeah. you know, they had some responsibility. And it seemed like they were all able to accept her at the end because they all went to have pizza with mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Um, but I just felt sorry because they were all such big fans, but then nobody helped her when they realized that they were talking about her. Yeah. Them in the book, when she easily could have been saying nice things about them, like good friends as well. Right. But by the time that we find... Well, she had already kind of told her friends that they were in the book. Right. And so by the time she had the breakdown and everybody knew that they were in the books, she had already turned her back on her friends. And so I think that's mm-hmm. why her friends didn't stick with her. I didn't really get upset with right. her friends. But it seemed like... So everybody really liked her and were wanting them to sign her books in the hallway. Yeah. But even the people that weren't mentioned at the books at all still were so upset with her. And I'm like, somebody could be sensible enough to see that she actually is, you know, having some problems. Right. But, it, yes, I, I totally agree that that was something that the movie would just chose not to address. Yeah. I think yeah. so as well. Yeah. It's like one of these those things that you know how now a a lot of movies on on Disney Plus and HBO Max and everything they're doing like a little blurb at the beginning that says you know we did this we did this movie fifty years ago and maybe we would address it differently now. It's almost like I've never seen that before. Oh yeah, 
Um, but go ahead. Yeah, it's it's almost like some of these movies should have a little blurb that you could read that says, you know, wait, miss, there's some mental mental health issues and we mm-hmm. didn't address it, or maybe you want maybe, to talk to your child. Maybe about this it. will inspire some maybe. to change that. Because it's the same thing as when we watch True Confessions, right? And the, they they yeah. missed some good chances to you know to talk and and so i feel like you know before that movie screened you should have an opportunity to see where uh, you know we you some words are used that that now we really you know should rethink that so i mean i don't know i think so i it's possible that they could do something now to make it more of a learning thing because i mean this was still enjoyable this is a part of my childhood yeah you know along with all of these movies right yeah and and it was to me it was a part of your childhood because i watched many of them with you you know um or you told me about them if i didn't watch them so i just yeah it's they miss an opportunity but for a kid's movie i don't know how much they could have gone into it I agree. So it is that time. We've come to the end. And we have to give this a final number rating. And I will go first because it seems like Bia's deep in thought about what number she wants to choose. I am. Um, so I am going to give this movie a solid Five. You're giving it a little bit higher than I am. I was okay. going to give it a four. Okay. I... Just because I, I guess even those 30 to 45 minutes in the middle when it got so slow, I did mm-hmm. feel like it, it would have lost a lot of kids. Yes, I agree. Um... Yeah, I mean, my final thoughts are just, I I didn't really remember much of the story, and then there were some parts that we liked and some parts that we didn't. Uh, it was entertaining, and you know, I guess I would watch it again, maybe, but um, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. No, I think it's worth watching. If you go into it knowing it's not going to be perfect, right, and big entertaining, and I mean for the whole time, and 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 you know maybe an eight year old wouldn't even see the mental health stuff, right? I mean we definitely really went into it. If we had just watched this and just kind of didn't have this whole structure and didn't have this whole idea and taking notes and all this stuff right maybe we wouldn't have thought about it as much as we have but yeah but I thought I thought schizophrenic before we ever said a word right as, as soon as even as as soon as she started talking to her outside of doing her journal you know when she was doing her journal and mm-hmm. seeing her come to life as it were you know, yeah. I just thought that was her writer style. But when she started having conversations with her. Right. And I want to say that before this movie started, uh, I was looking through just like the things on Disney+. Plus. Um, it has a little thing that says extra. So I was just 
looking at that. And it, the first word it used to describe this genre-wise was drama. And after the whole way through, I have to agree. Yes, it, it was a drama. Because most of the funny things that we found, you know, comedy is listed as well, but most of the funny things we found were just because, oh, like, who says that? Who says a nutty? Who exactly. says drama-rama, you yes. know? Yes. yes. So, yeah, it was interesting. And I didn't know that they classified it a drama, but they should have. <laughs> yeah, I find that appropriate as well. Um, I want to say that if you are in this movie and listening to this podcast, thanks for coming. Uh, thanks, <laughs> thanks for listening. Yes, yes. And thank you, Jason Dolly, for your wonderful performance as Connor. Yes, and those <laughs> coochie. <laughs> Bye. Bye. See you next week.